Welcome to Triangle 411, the pulse that moves the Triangle world today. It's a vibrant collection of stories, medical breakthroughs, what's trending, social good, events, and boundless other adventures. A conversation pit of comedians, authors, chefs, sports figures, experts, the common and the uncommon. Here's the host of Triangle 411, Mary Innsbrucker. Hi, friends. Is fuchsia or cranberry in this year? <laughs> I'm not sure. I guess that could be a whole different Triangle 411 show than the one we're doing today. But something I do know, and that is, it's always in style when it comes to parks and playgrounds, both for the young and the young at heart. Of course, summer is prime time for the jovial grounds, but fall leaf jumps add a new playful structure. And I must admit, kids delight whooshing down a slide covered in freshly fallen snow. Why, the experience takes an oldie and makes it a goodie. And speaking of those slides and the young at heart, I have observed many adults taking a turn on them or swinging along next to a kid or grandkid. What a treat! But what if your kid or grandkid is physically challenged? Does that same playground hold magical moments? Well, it does if it's the Kids Together Playground. Kids Together Playground was a dream initiated by two seven-year-old girls, seven-year-old girls, who wanted a safe place to play for their younger sisters who had disabilities. Now, this playground is located in Cary, North Carolina, but later in the broadcast, you will learn how you may create a similar fascination in your town. After all, if two young girls can create a haven for the physically challenged, so can you. We have with us today Marla Durrell, who is going to tell us all about it. Marla is the founder and president of Kids Together, the nonprofit organization that supports Kids Together Playground. The two girls teamed up with Marla, who led the community effort which resulted in the fruition of the playground in 2000. So let's welcome her today. Hi, Marla, and thanks for being here. Thanks for the invitation. I'm always happy to talk about the playground. Okay, well, let's start with a bit about the story behind the playground, the story of the two sisters, their names, how they contact Juju, their deep love for their sisters. Well, this is a story that everyone can love. Uh, many years ago, actually about 1994, uh, Kristen Holcomb and Helen Riddlemeyer, they were each about seven years old, and they wanted to find a place where they're uh, younger sisters who had special needs could uh, play safely. So I heard that they were interested in this effort, and I was recruited by a town council member to sort of join them. And, um, and all together, we led the community effort, and the playground opened in 2000. But I do have to tell you one little moment that made all the difference in the world. We had a workshop for uh, design for the playground, very early workshop, and we had one with children. We also had one with adults the same day. And after that, I had a pretty good sense of how much money it was going to take to raise to get this playground going. 
So I sat down with Helen and Kristen and said, you've been doing everything as under the name Kids Together, which is a great name. But we'd really like to have some help because it's going to take a lot of money. And Helen and Kristen had already been doing fundraisers with kids. So I said, what if we do this? What if the grownups join you and we call everything we do Kids Together? So I held my breath and two little girls whispered in each other's ears <laughs> and they turned to me simultaneously and said, we say yes. <laughs> so the, the entire project came together in that moment because they were willing to share. It was wonderful. Oh, that's a great story. So, so let's get into about the playground because there's a lot of people that might want to visit and they might want to create one of their own one day, which we'll get to later in the show. But tell us about the playground in general. Well, first of all, it's, it's large. It's a two-acre public playground. It's part of the Cary, North Carolina, town of Cary Park system. It has three distinct play areas. The entire playground is fenced, but within that fence, there's the preschool discovery area the school-age discovery area, and the school-age climb and slide area, which is where all the action happens. <laughs> then we also have this wonderful climb-on dragon sculpture named Katal, K-A-T-A-L. And then recently, uh, through the efforts of Kids Together and the town of Cary, we added a water feature, a misting garden. And the misting garden is a whimsical area with... Uh, misters the kids press the button and it's especially nice as summer's coming but it is also graced with three chimera chimeras three animal mashups uh for example there is a a cat a cat and owl who are combined there's a giraffe gator there is a squirrel lion and um a hairdus a hare and a tortoise combined so there's a lot of uh, things to spur the imagination at the Misting Garden. I was going to say that's very creative to combo like that. And Misting Gardens, it's like you got to have them these days. The kids love the water play, and especially in the hot heat in North Carolina. It's just, <laughs> I go under that Misting Garden when I go there because it's so refreshing on a hot summer day. So what do you think the favorite feature is of the children? It's a little hard to guess because there's so much going on, but I do know that the dragon, Cato the dragon, is always popular. And uh, there are, it's a sculpture from an artist from Pittsburgh, so one of our local artists, and it has four different pieces that are all uh, joined together by safety surfacing, and kids just love to climb on it. How did the dragon get that name? First of all, I have to give Cary Visual Art a lot of credit because they decided we needed public art on this playground. At the time, we were doing design, so early on was really important. And they wanted to bring us a dragon. They also brought these botanical benches and had another artist develop um, oracle benches, uh, a bench that you can has talk tubes in it that connect them. But uh, by far, the most uh, loved thing is Catal, because kids call it the Dragon Park. So the K-A-T-A-L stands for Kids Are Together At Last. Oh. And Carrie Visual Art had a naming cost, uh, uh, contest, 
for the dragon. And our kids, this group of kids, had been raising money and building public support for six years. That's a long time in the life of a child. So one of the children came up with the name, Cadel Kids Are Together At Last. That's beautiful. So what makes Kids Together Playground so distinctive? Well, I've mentioned a couple of things, but really there are three features. One is that it's accessible and inclusive. And universal design principles were applied to be sure that while it's welcoming and uh, easy and comfortable for those with disabilities, that makes it easy and comfortable for everyone. You won't find, oh, we've set aside a special place for, for people with disabilities. Everything is integrated so that those with disabilities can enjoy the playground along with everyone else. So that's the first feature. The second I've mentioned is the public art. So we have the dragon, we have the chimeras, we have the oracle benches, we have botanical benches, and that definitely is something you don't find in your everyday playground. But finally, the thing that's probably most appreciated this time of year, maybe second to the misting garden, is the fact that we have a lot of shade. Mm. Uh, unlike most playgrounds, we have uh, lots of landscaping, lots of big trees, lots of shade, lots of small plants. All the plants have been chosen to uh, be of interest, like different, uh, there are a lot of different kinds of trees with various interesting bark. Uh, there are uh, small shrubs. There are grasses, just a, a real variety um, of ways to enjoy the natural, uh, natural environment. And we even have a small grassy hill. Now, sometimes if, if I'm doing a tour with some people, adults will say, what's that for? Well, every kid knows what a hill is for. <laughs> it's for climbing up. It's for rolling down. It's for being the top of your fort or your castle or your spaceship. So... Um, the fact that we have so much emphasis on the, natu the natural environment really makes kids together almost garden-like. That's wonderful. And, you know, shade, you're right, it's a biggie. And very. <laughs> you kind of wonder why common sense would dictate that at every playground in the world, although not always possible or feasible. But um, shade, that's a biggie. That's a biggie for for the, the parents taking their kids there as well as the kids. So, um uh, so what else does the playground offer? We've covered quite a bit, but I think there's even more. Well, it has some um, a really nice picnic area, again, in the shade. Several picnic tables are gathered together. There's also a picnic shelter that is available for rental from the town of Cary. And sometimes if you just happen to be there uh, and it's not being rented, you can just have your picnic there. Uh, something that you also don't see in in very many uh, playgrounds is we expected that there would be people with disabilities who are adults that would visit. So our, both of our restrooms have adult-sized changing tables, which certainly works for adults, but also moms and dads like having that convenience too. This sounds to me, and I've, I've, I've actually been to this, um, this wonderful, uh, I hate to even call it a playground or a park. It, it has a name of its own somehow, but um, I've enjoyed it as an adult and not whether I, whether I take a kid with me or I don't, I can sometimes go there and just enjoy it as an adult. Talk to us about that a little bit, what, what adults might love to go there for. 
the nice thing about universal design is it makes it easy for everyone to walk. The paths are uh, smooth. It's, um, it's just a very walkable environment, but you're walking in this lush landscape and you're walking among in the shade. You're walking in like a garden with all these, uh, with a variety of plants. Uh, and always in the background, you can hear the children playing. Mm -hmm. And there's something about that sound that uh, brings out the, the young in all of us, I think. <laughs> it's, a, it's a form of music, isn't it? Uh, children's yes, it laughter. It just, you can't help but smile when, you, <laughs> when you're hearing kids laugh. So that's an added plus. And, it, and this again, when I ask about, you know, being distinctive, most playgrounds, again, you head out, it's in the sun, there's a swing, there's a slide, your basic playground 101. But because you have introduced this natural element that's why it's nice for adults to go there too and just spend some time um so so now you haven't stopped there your organization met its initial goal when the playground opened 22 years ago um so what does kids together do now well i will admit after we opened in the year 2000 we took a little breath uh but then we realized that um we can't expect the town to program activities there. So we decided we would do that ourselves. So we hold free activities and events at the playground throughout the year. Uh, just last Sunday, we had uh, Willa Brigham come do story time. And she's an incredible professional storyteller. And the kids really enjoyed that. So we look for opportunities to um, bring new, new excitement to the playground. And these are free events that we hold. Uh, we also continue to raise funds for playground improvements. So the Missing Garden is our most recent one. And we monitor our playground conditions and maintenance and report any maintenance issues to the Town of Cary Public Works. So we really consider ourselves stewards of the playground. So when you mentioned the, the funding for the Misting Garden, is there anything on a bucket list right now that you're hoping to raise funds for? Hmm. I have to be careful what I say because I always have in my head a list of things that we can add. Hmm. Um, but we we work so closely with the town of Cary because they own and maintain the playground. We want to be sure that they are on board with hmm. anything we undertake. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Okay. Um, I will say that we do have um, a couple of projects that are funded waiting in the wings, and one of them is to add stepping stones made by kids in the preschool play area. We hope to do that by the end of this year. That's nice. That's nice. I just thought I'd give you a plug for your <laughs> an upcoming <laughs> fundraiser if you had something on the decks already. But I understand we'll we'll wait to see. But certainly people can get involved with all kids, and um, that might be one of the ways fundraising. But tell us about a couple other ways people might get involved um, with this kids together to help out. Well, we're always looking for volunteers who like to be with children and uh, participate in our activities. Uh, we also have a new membership program to give us some uh, financial stability and cover our operating costs. You can find out more about donating or being a member uh, on at kidstogethercarry.org. And we're also looking for new board members. Um, we have a really active working board. We're an all-volunteer organization. So every minute that someone can donate um, their time and their talents is really appreciated. 
I want to cover a couple other things here. Um, so we have a national audience, local and national. And so for someone out there who doesn't live in Cary, North Carolina, but would love to go to this kind of park, create this kind of park, I'm, and by the way, this is a nationally acclaimed model for excellence and accessible outdoor play, by the way. Um, and so if anybody was interested in maybe developing this in their community, what advice might you give them? There are several things that we learned. Uh, I will say very proudly that uh, Kids Together, the organization led by those two little girls, raised over $300,000 toward the playground. And those were $300,000 of year $2,000. Hmm. And then the town carried, uh, paid the rest. So I, what I would say is choose good partners and work with them from the very beginning. Uh, and the kind of partner I'm thinking about is your municipality or your county, um, because you want to have someone else ready that will contribute the land and that can also bring in um, at, or has an eye on design and maintenance, because you don't want to end up with your nonprofit organization having to handle that part once it opens. Uh, then also, I would say, engage children and families to be volunteers and spokespersons. Uh, generate a lot of excitement by the, the, the potential users coming in. And one of the things we did, we had volunteers come in and help with construction, but those were the grown-ups. We had planting days where scout troops came in, kids um, with their families, uh, a third-grade class came in and helped us plant uh, daylilies and liriope. So you want to find ways to help people connect with that particular project, with your project, and make it their own. And above all, be patient and work steadily because fundraising takes time. And get advice uh, from some experts. We're really uh, fortunate here at uh, North Carolina State University. We have the Natural Learning Initiative in the School of Design. And that's where we got a lot of our initial help and we continue to get some advice there. So look for your, look to your colleges and universities to see if there's uh, an opportunity there to get some expert advice. And above all, don't forget the shade. <laughs> Add those trees, please. That's right. Save the trees is the eternal cry. Um, you know, and, and I, and, and people listening, see there's there like everything else in life that really makes a difference. There's something for everybody. Maybe, maybe you're not creative, but maybe you love gardening and you could do the planting like Marla just spoke about, or maybe you have a hand in fundraising. That's excellent. Um, you know, it, it, there's a job for everybody in one of these kinds of projects. So certainly keep that in mind to reach out to people and don't be afraid to reach out to people because you might be pleasantly surprised when you say, Hey, I've got this project. Would you volunteer? And if they can find their niche, usually people are happy to help. Now I've got to say, happy birthday, kids together playground. We've got a special event coming up. Tell us about that. Well, because of our story and our roots, every year we celebrate the birthday of the playground. And we have this big party at the playground for anyone who happens to be there or wants to come by. So it's this Sunday, June 5th 
at 2 p.m. Uh, we have Cadel, our dragon mascot, comes around, meets everyone, does a little march with everyone. We have a craft activity. This year we're making, we're decorating party crowns so we can really look like we're celebrating. And um, we have a story that, um, that actually that I wrote on our opening day about how the playground came to be. And we read that story every year. Mm -hmm. And then we think doing it yourself is what we do. So we invite the kids to make their own fruit juice slushies. And we have uh, these slushy balls that you put ice in and fruit juice. And it's a little hard to describe but um oh kids will know that <laughs> kids, kids there's no more description needed for a kid they know slushy land that's for sure well and we just we sit the kids in circles and they have a ball a, a slushy ball and they hmm. um roll it around and next thing you know slushies hmm. so that's always a, a big treat mhm mm so where is the playground located it is in Cary North Carolina which has been my hometown for mm, almost 40 years, I guess. And um, it's the address is 111 Thurston Drive. That's T-H-U-R-S-T-O-N Drive, Cary, North Carolina, 27518. So this event goes two to four Sunday, correct? That's correct. Okay. But what are your regular hours? If people can't make the birthday if and they want to visit, what are the regular hours? The playground is open dusk to dawn year-round. And uh, by the way, I if anyone would like to, they're interested in starting their own effort for a playground like this or would like to come tour our playground, I am more than happy to uh, to help with that because uh we, we love what we have. We'd like to see more playgrounds like this. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, I appreciate that offer, and I'm sure some people out there might take you up on it. I guess they would go through the website again to contact you in regard to that? Yes, kidstogethercarry.org. If we could just close, because this, this is just kind of a goosebump story. I mean, these two little girls and helping people and what it's grown into and what it's meant. So, can you tell us any kind of momentous experience you know of at the playground, something that really stuck out for this experience? You know, I like to believe, and I think it's it's a safe belief, that there are little miracles happen, happening on the playground all the time. But, um, and we don't always hear about them. But one parent did contact us and say how happy uh, she was that her child got to enjoy a swing. And we have a, a nice swing array. And um, uh, along with the standard swings, we have two that are, uh, I guess they call them chair swings. So if the child cannot uh, sit up and support its back, they can lie back in these swings. And they're not set aside. It's not a special place for special people. They're right among all the standard swings. So when she said, finally, her child got to be in a swing, well, my, I get goosebumps when I talk mm -hmm. about that. Mm -hmm. And then just a more recent one, um, uh, we met a family at the playground Sunday that told us that their little toddler took her very first steps in, this, in the preschool play area at mm -hmm. Kids Together. Uh -huh. I, I'm just sure there are little miracles happening there every day. 
this certainly was a big miracle putting this this magnitude that it took of effort to get this going but my goodness how it has, how it has changed lives so thank you so much for all your efforts in being with us today thank you so much for the opportunity and now go outside and play <laughs> well i can't say it any better than that go outside and play this this is just a really uh, touching story It is time to go play, and for us, it's time to high-five and say goodbye. I'm Mary Innsbrucker for Triangle 411. Today, dot, 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 be good to one another.